0: Good morning. Hi, everybody. Uh, This is the County of Marin Deputy Zoning Administrator hearing. Today's date is November 3rd, 2022. The time is 10.04. My name is Michelle Levinson. I'll be one of the hearing officers today, specifically for agenda item number one. Um, There are two items on our agenda this morning. One is the Meyer Coastal Permit Lot Merger and CEQA exemption. This is an application continued from the June 1st, 2022 DZA hearing. And the Presbytery Presbytery of the Redwood Conditional Use Permit and CEQA exemption. So that's a new application before the DZA. Um, As I have mentioned, I'll be the hearing officer for item number one. Sabrina Cardoza will be the hearing officer for item number two and in between the two items. We're going to take a brief recess while we uh, switch hearing officers um, If you would like to provide comments on the applications today, please fill out a blue speaker card And I wanted just to provide some guidelines for the meeting if You wish to provide public comments, please please Direct your comments to me. Also, please press the button to turn the microphone on prior to your comment. And you'll see a little red light will go on, um, letting you know that the mic is live. Um, as I'll be acting on the application, there won't be a question and answer period associated with your comments, but I'll try to address them um, um, and summarize. All the key points raised during the public hearing before I render a decision on the application. So I'm gonna go off to agenda item number one, um, which is a coastal permit and lot merger and CEQA exemption proposed at 95 Nymph Road in Bolinas. It's assessor parcel number 19125106. Um, And 20 and 21 Um, This is an item that was continued from the June 1st 2022 DZA hearing Um, Emmanuel Barraquette is the planner who's been processing the application morning Manny Have you received any additional public comments on the project? I got your supplemental memo on November 1st I also got an email um, yesterday November 2nd that was sent by a Sally Robertson so have you received There's, anything actually, I think Oh, that was a packet of three from yesterday November 2nd so have you received anything else no ma'am <laughs> all right thank you um, next I'll open the public testimony portion of the hearing so I'd like to establish some guidelines for the testimony um, the meeting's being recorded, so just speak loudly and clearly. Um, identify yourself before you speak, if you would like. Please direct your comments to me. In general, if you're speaking on behalf of a group, you have five minutes of testimony time. And as an individual, you have three minutes. Do you have speaker cards for this item? No. Oh, wow. OK, so there's no speaker cards for this item, so that. Oh, i actually, I did Okay, Um, did you want to come up, identify yourself, and you can maybe fill out a speaker card after?
1: Okay. There it goes. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. Hello. My name's Stan Urban. Um, you must be Michelle. I think I talked to you yesterday.
0: Actually Stan? That's yes. for item number 2. Presbytery of the Redwoods conditional use permit.
1: We're on item, so, number we're,
0: one. item we're on <laughs> number 1. So actually fill out you could fill out your speaker card for item number 2. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I that's okay. So Don't sorry. worry about it. All right. So um I'm going to have a last call for any public comments. Um, item one, so that's the Ma- Meyer, Mayor, I hope I'm probably mispronouncing that, coastal permit. So it looks like there aren't any. I'm going to close the public testimony of um, this portion of the hearing. So I've had a chance to go out to the site, and I have um, reviewed the original staff report. And then I've also, reviewed um, the additional information that was published um, and that included some supplemental biological um, site analysis as well as um, a discussion of some of the public comments that were were received regarding the use of some of the structures that are the subject or a structure that's the subject of this application as a short-term rental. And so as I understand that, um, a license was issued to use the structure as a short-term rental prior to the moratorium on short-term rentals out in West Marin, Um, so that is a valid license for a short-term rental on the site. So um, with that, um, I concur with the staff resolution and with the conditions contained in the staff resolution. And I move to approve the coastal permit and lot merger and CEQA exemption um, as as, um, conditioned in the staff resolution. So the application is approved. There is a 10-day appeal period associated with my decision today. So if um, there's disagreement with my decision, you can appeal it to the Marin County Planning Commission. And I would um, contact Manny, the project planner, for information about that process. So um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the hearing, I'm going to take a brief uh, five-minute recess now while we switch hearing officers. The time is 10-11.
2: good morning everyone um, the time is currently ten thirteen, and today is november 3rd 2022 um, this is the deputy zoning administrator hearing i'm going to take my mask off um, my name is sabrina cardoza and i will be the hearing officer today Um, Before we start just a couple of housekeeping items you may have heard from the previous um, Item, Um, please note that the microphones are live so I do ask um, if you can minimize noise as much as possible Um, In terms of making public comments on the project um, Please make sure you fill out a speaker card um, writing your name and providing those cards to the secretary Um, and then um, I'll be opening the the public comment part of the hearing a little bit later. Um, The meeting is being recorded, so when you're called up to make your comments, please be sure um, to speak clearly into the microphone. First, identifying yourself. Um, Please direct your comments to me. Um, Each individual speaker will get three minutes of testimony. If you're part of a group, please identify that you are, and we can um, give you extra um, time for that, up to five minutes. Um, The applicant, if they wish to speak, um, they'll be given five minutes to speak as well. Um, So the item I will be reviewing today is um, agenda item two, which is the Presbytery of the Redwood um, use permit, which is project number P3477 and CEQA exemption. And this is at um, the address of 10 Bayview Drive in San Rafael, Further identified as assessor parcel 186 132 26. The applicant is requesting a conditional use permit, and this is um, a conditional use permit approval to operate a child care center in an existing building, which is further identified as the St. Luke's Presbyterian Church, um, located on a developed site in San Rafael. The proposed child care center is um, proposed to accommodate 60 children ranging in ages from two to four uh, sorry two to five years old Um, a total of eight staff members would be present at peak operating hours in which the center would be open from um, 5 a.m to 5 30 p.m the proposal which also includes up to 15 um, special events a year um, would include um, these events um, for the purposes of presentations for center families which would occur from 5 pm to 5 30 on weekdays Um, the proposal does not entail any physical improvements to the site Um, so the um, staff planner is michelle levinson she's been assigned to reviewing the project Um, so in reviewing the file and the reports i have looked at the um, a number of public comments that were included um, at the time of the publishing of the staff report I have also received a supplemental memorandum from uh, Michelle which included an additional comment letter this was from Mitzi Cabanez and it expressed support for the project Um, but since the publishing of the staff report and that supplemental memo Michelle have you received any additional public comment regarding the project.
0: Um, Yes, so I received an email um, yesterday afternoon from an adjacent neighbor, and I did speak with the neighbor over the phone, Um, and there were some concerns raised regarding amplified evening events associated with the use. Um, And so we did talk about um, the hours of the preschool which are 8 a.m. to 5.30 during the week, and then also um, the special presentations for the prospective um, families and existing families of the preschool children. Um, That would occur between 5 and 5.30 p.m., and um, we did talk about um, amplified events and uh, the county's noise ordinance and how the uh, county responds to um, complaints about um, noise complaints, which is done through the County Sheriff. So I do believe that the person I spoke with is here today to provide some comments, so he can provide some additional input.
2: Thank you. Um, Okay, so with that, I'm going to open the hearing to public testimony. I do have a number of cards here. Um, I do ask, um, you know, the comments. Um, if someone has um, said a comment before, um, there's no need to repeat that same exact comment. Um, but you're welcome to make public comment. Um, again, um, we have the public, uh or the speaker cards. So I'm going to read them off. When I call you up, please come up to the microphone. Um, at the microphone, there's a little button that says "push." Um, you can turn that on and um, start speaking. Please speak clearly as we are recording um, this hearing. Um, and again, individuals will get three minutes. Um, applicant can have five minutes. And if you are representing a group, please let me know, and then I can give you additional time. Um, so let's start. I have um, Laura Hislop. Please come up.
3: I'm Lori Heslop. I am a neighbor of St. Luke's Church, and I am a member of St. Luke's Church. I've been a member uh, for almost 30 years. I raised my three children at St. Luke's Church, and I have been—actually, when I first went to St. Luke's Church, there was a preschool there that I looked at called Learning to Learn for my children to go to, and it was closing Uh, But I have been in contact with many neighbors since we've lived there for 30 years, and my kids have played every sport. We know a lot of the parents in the neighborhood. We have a lot of friends that live on the hill of the church. And I've done a lot of research on neighbors to find out what they are interested in, if they're interested in a preschool. And I really have two groups to report on. That They really seem to fall into two groups. And the first group are those that are delighted that our church is not going to be renting to another church that has come on the weekends, which uh, our last church we rented to came Sunday, came Friday night after work, all day long Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday we had church from 10, we had to be out of the parking lot by 12 for them to now stay until 8, and um, we've done that for probably about 15 years, but the worst Uh, church we rented to in the last couple of years did use amplified music and all of my friends were just so upset about it we've had them to call the police on this loud noise that has been totally embarrassing for people who are members of st luke's church that that situation existed so when we came up with the idea of renting to a preschool from eight to five monday through friday Everyone in the group of the neighborhood that I have spoken to, which has been extensive, are thrilled that that's the option. So that's the first group I'd like to report on. The second group are the people that I know who actually have moved into the neighborhood with small children. And that has happened a lot, especially through COVID. Several families have moved in from San Francisco. They left San Francisco during COVID. They now have these children, and there is not adequate preschools nearby, Um, and so several of the people that have sent um, Michelle Levenstein emails from us are saying that. One, a woman who lives where she can see the church, her five-year-old is at Glenwood School, the preschool in the neighborhood, which is Church of the Redeemer. Her other younger child has been on that waiting list for two years and never got in, and she drops off her child in the neighborhood to the school and drives to Mill Valley for preschool for her younger kid and that got, that number of people goes on and on so that's the second group i'd like to represent They're the people with the small children that are static that we are going to be having a preschool there from 8 to 5 30. all
2: right thank you laura okay. um, elizabeth cohen it's still on so you don't have to push the button <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you Hi, my name
4: is Elizabeth Cohen. I'm a program director at Old Firehouse School on Fifth Avenue in San Rafael, and I'm also a parent of a child enrolled at Old Firehouse School in San Rafael. Um, And I'm here, obviously, to speak strongly in favor of an additional site. There is a significant need for early education in Marin County specifically, and this neighborhood in particular, as Laura referenced, only has one neighborhood preschool. Adding an additional site would Give local families more opportunities to get a preschool space on top of reducing already very busy traffic throughout Marin in the mornings, as you heard this child going from San Rafael to Marin with, to Mill Valley. Part I'm sorry, nine.
2: Elizabeth, just to, mm-hmm. um, are, are you representing the applicant? Yes. Oh, you are? Okay. I will oh, give you five minutes. <laughs> oh, I'm, and sorry. Oh, well, are oh. oh, the two of you? I'm, I'm the owner. The owner, okay. Um, okay, I can keep it under three, though. Yeah, three. <laughs> perfect. Okay, continue. <laughs> yes,
4: um, there is a substantial need for early education in Marin County, and adding this site here, where there is really only one other neighborhood preschool, would offer a number of families an opportunity to access that within their local neighborhood without needing to drive throughout Marin, increase traffic on major roads, and otherwise cause uh, infrastructure issues where there don't need to be.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
5: Dorothy? Still on? Yes. Hello, I'm Dorothy Stewart, and I am the, um, and my husband and I own Old Firehouse Schools. Uh, We have four preschools at this point one in Lafayette, one in Walnut Creek, one in Mill Valley, and we just opened up a brand new one a few months ago in downtown San Rafael. We were invited to look at the spot here at St. Luke's, and we were just enthralled by the beauty. And we also know there's a great need here. We've been contacted already by quite a few families that would like to have Old Firehouse School here. In terms of Old Firehouse School, we have been the winner of uh, the best preschool in the Bay Area for I don't remember how many years now. Um, We are a high-quality preschool program, which I am very proud to be the, the uh, d- uh, Executive Director of in terms of concerns for the neighborhood we don't make noise after five thirty we don't make that much noise anyway, but there are there are sounds of children, yes, there are, but we, there's no amplified sound. We also have in our contract a uh, a, a parent neighborhood policy that parents must you know, consider the neighbors, and we have actually not uh, kicked anyone out, but we have threatened to on other occasions when they violated that policy in some way. And so that would be part of our contract. Um, In terms of traffic, we have in our contract parents would arrive any time between 8 and 9.30, depending upon their contract time. So we would not even all come at the same time at all. And uh, truthfully, lots of them come at 10 o'clock. So the traffic flow is not going to be quite what even looks like in the the, uh, travel report. So I also want to say I know that every neighborhood needs to consider the young families moving into it if it's going to grow and thrive, and we'd love to be a part of that. We are delighted with Marin County being here, um, and we really want to stay here. So thank you very much.
2: Thank you. Um, Reverend Andrew Quick.
1: Good morning. My name is Andrew Quick. I'm representing the church and the presbytery of Redwoods. Uh, Just to say that uh, myself and our leadership team are fully supportive of the preschool. As a church, we are looking at uh, building relationship with our neighbors and being not just a church on Sunday mornings, but a center that serves our community. And we find this a great opportunity to live into that calling and to serve a much needed uh, need of our community. Thank you.
2: Stan
1: Urban. Uh, Hello, my name is Stan Urban. Uh, I live at 30 Bayview Drive. I'm directly adjacent to the church. I have a very long, probably 250 foot property line that uh, uh, borders the church. Um, And I've lived there for over 30 years. I moved there in 1990. Um, and um, for the first many years, the church was a very good neighbor. Um, and we actually did some joint landscaping projects. Um, we had some issues where uh, the church has some very invasive acacias that were falling on my fence line, and they repeatedly fell on the fence line. And eventually we agreed to remove those acacias and plant um, a landscape barrier that was more fire-resistant and uh, didn't grow up to 30, 40 feet um, and pose a major fire hazard. So the relationship with the church um, and its neighbors was pretty good up until, um, as uh, Laura referred to, they rented to a church, Sion. That basically for 10 years plus uh, operated weekends and evenings, I think Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, certainly Thursday, Friday, uh, they would start the service at 8 or 9 and go until 10, 11, sometimes midnight. And uh, as you can imagine, the, the adjacent neighbors, um, who I'm representing and asking for the five minutes because you know, I've, I've spoken to all these neighbors, we're all very concerned that we don't have a repeat of this kind of behavior by the church. Um, because despite our pleas and letters and calling the sheriff and everything else, uh, little was done to mitigate that circumstance. So I'm very hopeful that um, this is a new chapter and it's the daycare center and I, I was very glad to hear your comments um, because I have no objection you know I raised my girls on that property from babyhood you know on and they went to Glenwood School Pell High. So we're very much part of the community as our most of these neighbors um that i'm speaking for live are adjacent property owners um that also have young kids and so we don't have a problem with uh a daycare center that's run <laughs> as a daycare center um and uh and doesn't violate some of these uh you know neighborhood norms that uh you know I think we should all reasonably expect Um, there are some concerns and um, and I mentioned this to Michelle I spoke to her yesterday about the traffic and I was glad to hear that you know it's going to be staggered because that actually is probably the main concern we had the neighborhood had is that you know Sixty kids and eight staff members all showing up at 830 was going to definitely pose a problem But if if it's staggered, it's you know, it's obviously it's still going to be traffic and there's there's nothing That can be done about that, but it'll be a heck of a lot better if it's uh, Because I you know, I don't know if you guys know the, the site But it's it's a very dangerous intersection to make that turn off of San Pedro onto Bonnie banks um, so that was very good to hear um the the noise issue um i mentioned to michelle uh i don't know if it can be put into the conditions of approval that no amplified uh activities let's just say um, and that not, no night activities, um, because those are the things that are disturbing, and were particularly disturbing with the last tenant. I don't think that's going to happen. It doesn't sound like that that would happen. But you know, given the history, it seemed uh, that maybe that was something that was warranted. Um, and then, lastly, you're
2: counting up to your five minutes.
1: Okay. Uh, and then, lastly, uh, just take one less than a minute Um, the landscaping and fire issue is very much uh, in the minds especially of these immediate adjacent neighbors Uh, there's some very tall eucalyptus trees and those acacias that uh, are a real fire hazard and I don't know if that can be made a condition um, seems like the church would want to do that anyway given that it's going to be a daycare center full of kids, you'd think it would want to. And there has been some indication that the church is willing to uh, do some landscape and, and tree work. So, again, I don't know if that can be made a condition of approval. Um, I would recommend that it be done so. And other than that, good luck to the to the daycare center, because, I, you know, you're going to come in and... and I really look forward to a new, you know, relationship. There's a new pastor and, you know, you guys are great. So
2: All right. Thank you, Stan. Okay. I'm going to move on to the last speaker card that I have here. Um, and that is John Lindzer.
6: Yes, I'm, I'm the treasurer of the church and I've been a member for a, a long, long time, almost as long as Mr. Urban has lived there. Uh, We've had multiple tenants over the years that have been within the use permit, uh, various religious organizations. We had a Korean church that stayed for a very long time, and then they finally went off as they expanded and got their own campus. Uh, We then rented to MDS, which is the church that Mr. Urban is speaking of, and we uh, worked with them for a long, long time. We tried to be inclusive. They're a Latino evangelical church. Uh, they did violate uh, the agreements with us as to noise in the evening and that kind of thing. We kept counseling with them. We kept working with them. And it was a very frustrating experience on all sides, both for the neighbors and certainly for the members of the church. Um, there was a contingent within the church that wanted to keep them because they were, we wanted to be inclusive at the same time. We did not want to continue to have them harass the neighbors Ultimately, two years ago, we decided to give them notice uh, because their lease was approaching its end and we did not renew their lease, which was sort of the only thing we could really do to to make it happen because they weren't responsive to the counseling we were giving them. Uh, We came up with the use of the preschool as an answer to that. Uh, We believe the preschool will not create that kind of noise. Uh, They're not going to be operating in hours that are in the evening uh, late and and late on Saturdays and all that kind of thing where MDS uh, had you know they had a full rock band was the problem really and they would they would go at that music and it was joyous music but you could hear it everywhere so uh, in any case uh, we don't feel that the preschool will be that we also have a condition in our lease with the preschool that they not create that kind of amplified music and that uh, they be responsive to our counseling relative to that kind of noise. And we're certainly happy to work with all of the neighbors on that issue as we move forward uh, addressing the noise. Um, then second, the, the traffic. Uh, we we have a concern, obviously, with the traffic. I looked at the arrival times of the other preschools that are operated uh, by Old Firehouse and, and actually charted the arrival times and what have you, provided that to the traffic engineers that did the study. We also uh, looked at all of the traffic on Point San Pedro Road. Um, that was There were traffic studies done there because of the lane closure that was proposed. And again, when we mapped all of that out, we found that that there would not be a traffic jam per se. There's obviously gonna be more traffic because people are dropping their kids off, but not all at one time. It's very spread out, and some kids are there for half a day, some kids are there for the whole day. So um, at the end of the day, the traffic engineers felt that the impact would be negligible and that there was plenty of stacking room on left turn lanes and that kind of thing to accommodate uh, the, the additional traffic. And we've put up a stop sign at the bottom of the hill at the request of, of many of the neighbors because we don't want people shooting out of that driveway onto the street. And uh, we certainly are counseling parents and members of our church uh, to not go out in the street without stopping, making a full stop. So um, that's, that's a concern. Then finally, the fire issue. Um, we have been a little hamstrung with the eucalyptus trees. We've received uh, proposals from... $30,000 to $100,000 to take those eucalyptus trees out, we'd love to do that. We're hoping that financially the church in the future will be able to do that. That certainly would be desirable. At the same time, we did have an inspection by the county uh, fire um, uh, inspectors. Uh, they're going around all the homes in the county and looking, and we have a full report of what they want us to do. And, and we have done 90% of it, um, and we intend to continue. So we have brought brush and what have you. Their, their main concern was the, the fire material that was up against the buildings and what have you, not so much the, the tall eucalyptus trees. They didn't call the eucalyptus trees out. But I think the eucalyptus trees eventually we'd like to take out anyway. But uh, we have complied, I think, with, with the other recommendations that the fire uh, inspector made. So with that, uh, I'll I'll stop talking. Thank you.
2: (laughs) Thank you, John. Okay. Um, So that concludes all of the speaker cards that I have. So thank you, everyone, for filling out a card and participating in the public testimony. Um, So what I'm going to do is close the public testimony um, and move on to responding to key points that I've heard today and um, provide some closing remarks and look at a decision (laughs) so what I've heard today um, you know the project that we have before us today is for um, the preschool use and um, with the comments I do appreciate um, the applicants um, detail in responding to neighborhood issues and Um, incorporating some best management practices in your operations I do appreciate that Um, and I do appreciate the comments that you know this is a use that um, is compatible with the neighborhood um, in regards to you know what's going on in the vicinity and would provide um, benefits to the surrounding community Um, I do also appreciate the concerns regarding traffic and noise And I appreciate that the applicants had provided um, a a traffic study that actually looks at the use and, um, you know, what potential impacts might be from the traffic. Um, And the application was reviewed by um, the Department of Public Works and their traffic division, um, as well as their land development division. And um, it was found to be acceptable. in terms of um, you know the traffic levels that would be um, expected for this type of use Um, and when it comes to noise um, I do appreciate the comments that that is a concern um, and that um, you know the the property owners have addressed noises related to other uses on the property that is Outside of this proposed use so with this proposed use my understanding is um, you know the operations um, Aren't going to occur in the late night hours of the day um, and are really limited to the weekdays Um, and with the Exception of special events um, Which would occur no later than 530. um, It's not expected that um, additional um, Events or operations would occur outside of that Um, So in terms of, you know, addressing conditions of approval that could be made on this application, when we um, evaluate um, whether or not we condition projects, we have to look at what the proposal is, what the impacts are, um, and if there's a nexus um, to require condition of approval and is that condition proportionate to what the impacts might be. Um, So, I I did hear um, concerns about um, fire safety as it relates to landscaping on the property. Um, As this application is related to a use that's going to be specifically within existing structures and no other improvements are going to be made um, to accommodate this use, um, I don't see a nexus um, to require any removal of trees. Um, any removals of trees would be subject to um, review under our um, the county's tree removal ordinance so any protected or heritage trees would have to undergo um, any um, Would have to undergo um, a Review for that and of course, um, you know um, The applicable fire districts would address any other um, safety concerns regarding <coughs> trees Um, So I'm not going to um, condition the project to have any sort of tree removal related to that. Um, um, So as for the noise, um, given that the operations would just entail a preschool um, within existing buildings, um, I don't see a nexus or proportionality to require um, anything beyond, you know, like the operations are just going to occur um, within the 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 operating hours Um, it is important to clarify that you know the the proposal includes the additional um, events which would be for orientation essentially for families Um, that is proposed to occur no later than 530 Um, so in terms of the approval um, I'd like to maybe just clarify that language just a little bit so in terms of um, you know Closing remarks, Um, I have read the the staff report. I've reviewed the project site. Um, I've reviewed the application materials. Um, I've taken public testimony today. Um, So I am in agreement with staff's recommendation for approval. Um, I would like to note, I would just like to slightly change um, the language um, under. The section three conditions of approval, um, I concur that um, you know this conditional use permit uh, approval authorizes the operation of a child care center in the existing building. Um, and then it also includes up to 15 special events consisting of presentations for center families are proposed per year, um, occurring from 5 p.m., um, and I would say no later than 5.30 p.m. on weekdays. Um, So with that, um, I'm going to um, approve the project, um, but please note that this decision is not final. Um, This decision can be appealed to the Marin County Planning Commission within the next eight business days. Um, And if you need additional information on how to file an appeal, um, please do contact um, the project planner, Michelle Levinson. And with that, I'm going to close this hearing. It is currently 10.44 a.m. Thank you, everyone, for participating. We are done.